All right. What's going on, everybody? My name is Tyson Smith. I'll tell you more about who I am. But real quick, I want to tell you guys a story. And that was earlier today, I went to a lab corp to get my blood work done. Now, I get my blood work done every three months. I'm a healthy individual, want to make sure it stays that way. And I don't know if you guys have ever been to a lab corp, but that place is a absolute island of despair and bad vibes. So I walk into this place and I always like to leave every single place a little bit better left off, you know, than I, than I first found it. And I'm saying hello, I'm being polite to the people in there, but LabCorp is where you have to go if you have like uh, court ordered drug testing or things like that. And so like, that's a lot of the people that are around there and I'm sitting there, I'm smiling, whatever, but uh, they call me back and the lady who is taking my blood, I swear to God is a witch. If you guys have ever read Roald Dahl's book, Witches, this lady is a witch. She's freaking me out, total bad vibes. And the first thing she says to me, she like looks at my, uh, whatever the paper was that tells them the blood work I need. And is like, okay, with this, like we definitely are gonna have to pull an extra tube of blood because they always ask for extra and I wanna save you the time. And so I just know, okay, yep, this lady's a witch and she wants to drink my blood. So that's what I was doing this morning. And that's what I was dealing with. But um, anyway, I leave this place and uh, you know I'm saying goodbye to everybody and I'm just being nice and friendly and chipper because that's what I wanna do, right? Wanna make sure that no matter what the environment, even if it's a absolute fucking cesspool of bad vibes like LabCorp, that we still make the best out of it. Anyway, uh, continuing on, this is the first episode of my new podcast. Um, I have not decided on a name. So right now I'm kind of thinking something generic, Tyson Smith Live. Uh, RJ had a really good of a, um, idea for me called Tyson Talk. I don't know. So we're playing around with some ideas. So if anybody does have any good ideas, what you think I should call this, let me know. But anyway, who am I? Uh, I'm 24 years old. I grew up in Chandler, Arizona, which is where I am right now. Here is a, uh, we're in a temporary studio. We're going to be moving to a different one, but uh, shout out to the guys at SoulPod for letting me use this space for an hour. Um... I have a you know beautiful mother and father. Um, they both live here in Arizona, and a brother and a sister. My sister is seven years older than me, I believe. Uh, she was a teacher for the longest time. Right now, she's branching out. She's starting a private education company. Super proud of her for that. My brother, also an entrepreneur, he runs a VA company. So that's where I get my VAs from in my wholesaling company. And he does a great job with that. So we're kind of a whole family of entrepreneurs. And that's really nice. It has a lot to do with my dad always pushing us to, you know, be our own boss and kind of create destiny for ourselves. And that's something where I was really lucky with growing up was to have an influence like that. Um, anyway, we'll talk more about that later. Um, I live with my girlfriend, Meredith. She's the absolute love of my life. And I'm so, so lucky, uh, you know, to get to spend any amount of time with her. And we have a beautiful little bulldog. His name is Gamble. He's about a year and a half now. And um, if you guys don't know me, I'm an absolute dog person. Love dogs to death. If I see one, my first instinct is I want to get on the ground and wrestle with it. But uh, yeah. Uh, so it's just, uh, you know, me, Meredith and Gamble, and we live in a nice little place in Scottsdale, Arizona, and that's what I'm currently doing. So let's talk about what this podcast is going to be about. I'm not really sure exactly. And if I was to put it in a sentence, I probably wouldn't be able to tell you. But um, I can tell you, it's definitely going to be about my journey through life. You guys are going to get a lot of more uh, stories than me just kind of telling you things. I think that 
telling stories is the best way to convey information to people. It's the most interesting thing to listen to, to learn something. And um, it's fun getting to hear a little bit of a piece of somebody's life, a little chapter. So I want to kind of share some experiences of my life through stories to kind of help you guys learn from some of the mistakes I've made, share some of the triumphs I've had, and overall, just get a little bit of a piece of my life and hopefully it helps you out. Um, I would really also like to eventually start interviewing people who I admire. I've had a lot of amazing mentors in my life and I have a lot of people who I'd like uh, to have come mentor me. So I'll be bringing people on who have either had an impact on my life or who I would hope to have more of an impact on my life so I can learn a little bit from them and you guys who are listening can learn as well too. Now, the most important part about this is my vision here is to help improve other people's lives. I'm currently in a very intense journey of self-improvement and I really wanna be the best version of myself and I've realized through you know, putting myself out there on other various forms of social media that talking about it really helps me. And if I'm able to talk more about my experiences, I hope it will help other people too. As well as when I tell you guys things, it helps hold me accountable. So we're all in this together. Uh, to tell you a little bit more about my story, we're sitting here in Chandler, Arizona, which is where I actually grew up. Went to high school just down the road from where we're at right now, Hamilton High School. Um, growing up, I played soccer and I loved it. Now, I've never been extremely athletic and I think what I really enjoyed about soccer was more of the community aspect. It was where I met most of my friends. And um, again, I was never really good. I was never really bad either. I was just kind of a middle player. And the thing I enjoyed most was just hanging around, you know, with other people my age. Now, I kept playing soccer up until high school. And in, in high school is when I really learned that this is when I started to fall below the pack, right? And it was like, all right, I gotta hang this up. And luckily, I found bodybuilding. Well, two things. I didn't, I didn't play soccer anymore, and that meant in my household, I had to get a job. So 16 years old, I stopped playing soccer and I've got to find a job. And my first job that I found is working at Journey's Shoe Store. So I don't know if you guys have been in the mall, but they're these uh, kind of like, it's like one step behind a hot topic sort of, you know, a little bit of an email vibe going on in there. But anyway, they sell, they sell shoes. And this is one of the best things I've ever done for myself. And I'll tell you why. Getting a, getting a sales job while you're a teenager is a great thing you can do because I psyoped myself into thinking that I learned sales. Now, I can assure you the sales training that they teach you at Journeys is <laughs> far from state of the art, but it gave my self-confidence that I was a salesman, right? I had some experience doing sales now, and this led me to a lot of other places in my life. So after working at Journeys, I realized I wanted something a little bit more cool, a little bit something with more sex appeal. So I wandered down throughout the mall to find just that. And there was this sushi restaurant with a big ass fish tank in the mall I worked at. And I was like, well, let's work here. I got a job as a host and I got to wear a bow tie every single day. And all I did was stand at the counter and make up times of whatever I thought the weight would be. I don't know if you guys know this, but most hosts have no fucking clue how long your wait is gonna be. We're totally just guessing. And that's what I did. So I would go to work, wear my bow tie, smile, and whatever, did that, got paid $10 an hour. After that, I decided I wanna be more of a salesman. But during this time, beginning of my high school career, I also found the gym. 
I wanted to be big and strong. And I can't remember exactly how it came to be, but I asked my parents if they would give me a personal trainer and they did. And I was working out this, it was a tiny little, like one of those 20, 24 hour places where you just got a fob and you kind of scanned yourself in. And I started working out there and I had this trainer. I can't remember her name, but it was a girl. And I absolutely fucking hated it. It sucked. Um, I had this lady and she was telling me what to do and the shit sucked and I'm hitting legs all the time and I'm not getting jacked and I'm there for like an hour and a half every single day. And I was like, okay, this sucks. This is not fun for me. So I can't remember exactly how long I did it, but it can have been for more than a couple of months. But I ended up stopped doing that. And just as I did, there was a new LA fitness that opened up from across my school. Now, this is an excellent twist of fate because I got a membership at that LA Fitness and this is when I fell in love with the gym. Now, for some people, having a personal trainer helps a lot because it makes them be accountable and um, you know they can ensure that you know the, rep, the proper movements to do and things like that. But I didn't need all that because I had YouTube and YouTube is where all the jacked guys were showing you exactly how to get swole. So with this newfound knowledge, I went to LA Fitness and just by myself, I would go through and do these workouts that I saw these other guys doing. So some early influences were guys like Steve Cook, who he would show his bodybuilding workouts and what he was doing. And then also there was this guy and his name was Dom Mazzetti, bro science guy. And you know, he's this like, it's this persona he plays. He's this like comedian, this like fucking alpha jack douche. And I thought it was fucking hilarious. And it was what I wanted to be. And it was an amazing influence to get my life for many reasons, because starting to go to that gym just on my own, right? Um, I built a habit for myself and that habit has lasted me till now, today. And it's a huge reason why I'm able to, you know, look like the way I am. Because another you know, portion that we're gonna be talking about this is habit creation and habit deletion. And building habits can be really fucking tough. And um, the fact that I was able to do it at a young age, building this habit of fitness and my health has been a massive impact on me today. And we'll talk more about that. But um, going to the gym in high school started that, you know, I started seeing some gains and I loved it. And so that got me hooked and, you know, from doing that, I had more confidence in myself, uh, got more attention from girls and I'm like, all right, I'm all in, let's do more of this. So anyway, I've continued to, to, you know, be in the gym and, uh, bodybuild until even now. And I will continue to do it for the rest of my life. It's one of my favorite things that I do. Um, after high school, I was sure that I was going to go to ASU, like all of my friends, but I had an opportunity. And the opportunity was taking the ACT. And I remember, now here's the thing, there's two things. One, I've always been a very good test taker. I'm not necessarily the smartest guy, but tests have never been an issue for me as far as I don't really get nervous. And I've always just been very strategic about it. Always been good, you know, process of elimination and picking the smartest answer. And this has served me very well throughout um, all of my education is I've really been pretty easily been able to skate through high school and college. But I took the ACT and I did, well. I did well. I didn't really know, I didn't have any expectations going into it. I didn't know what was good or bad, but I ended up getting a 30 on my ACT. And this allowed me to get scholarships. So I'd always thought I was gonna go to ASU, but my school counselor was like, dude, you should really look out there, see what's available to you. And so I did. And I'm gonna be completely honest with you guys. I went into Google and I typed in top party schools in the United States. Number one on that list, the University of Alabama, I applied. Number two on that list, 
Ole Miss, I applied. And there were some others, but basically I was like, started looking into it, started looking at these accounts like TFM and Old Row. And I saw what those guys were doing over there in the, you know, the South and the Midwest at, at, in college. And I was like, well, that shit looks fun. I'm gonna do some of that. So I did. Uh, got a scholarship to the University of Alabama. Went toward a lot of the other schools too, but I went and visited Alabama and I was like, yeah, this place fucks. And I went there. Now, while I was in college, I wanna make one thing clear because whether or not you should go to college is a really hot topic right now. I did not go to college to get a return on my education or a return on my investment. It wasn't like I was like, oh, I wanna go to school and go get an amazing job, this and that. I kind of thought I was gonna be an investment banker, but come on, Goldman Sachs isn't exactly recruiting very heavily out of the University of Alabama. I went for fun and I will tell you, I had exactly that. It was an amazing four years. I met some wonderful people. If I had never gone to the University of Alabama, I would have never met my absolute love of my life, Meredith. And you know, I forged friendships um, and partied a lot and had a great time. So when considering, do I wanna to go to college or not? You need to ask yourself two questions. One, is going to college gonna put me in a dire financial situation where I'm gonna to have to pull out lots of money for these loans and then I'm now never going to be able to be forgiven for them ever and I must pay them off? Or are you gonna have some kind of advantage where you know your parents will pay for it or you get some kind of scholarship? Now, if you are in option one where you must take out loans, then you better be damn sure that whatever your major is, that you're gonna be able to make a return. For this, I'm gonna recommend anything STEM. If it's not STEM, don't fucking do it. Do not go to school to be a business major. College and your professor is not gonna show you how to manage a business. Do you know what will show you how to manage a business? Managing a business. This is one of those things that there's nothing like going through, getting punched in the face to learn how to do something, right? The best way to learn about business is to go out, fucking make a ton of mistakes starting your own business, fall down and get back up. That is what's gonna show you how to become a good business owner. It's not some fucking dweeb wearing a twill jacket with the, with the cuffs teaching you. That's not how it's gonna work. Anyway, went to school, had a great time. Towards the end of my school, this is in 2020, I, uh, there was this uh, thing that happened and the world shut down for a little bit. Now this thing that happened absolutely radicalized me as a person because I started to realize that I do not like being told what I can or cannot do. And when this thing happened, all of a sudden nothing was open and you couldn't go anywhere and they made you wear these shit on your face. And I kind of looked around and I'm, you know, with all my friends and I've seen other people and nobody is being affected. This guy wasn't falling for me. I was like, why is everybody freaking out? And I start to realize that there are so many perpetrators of this fear. And I did not like that. And that's when I really started to realize is that I have to be very careful about what I am consuming. And this is not, what am I consuming, you know, my food or anything like that, but what information am I consuming? And thinking back on this, it's almost a good thing that it happened because now I safeguard what comes into my life very, very heavily. For instance, I think a very, very poisonous topic is politics. Now, I have people in my life who love politics. To me, I treat it like somebody who, they like their sports team, right? So we're here in Arizona, and I've got friends who are huge Arizona Cardinals fans. And if the Arizona Cardinals win that week, they are excited, they're stoked. But if the Arizona Cardinals lose, they're pissed off. 
Now, I know the same thing that people do if the, um, the Democrats are in office. The Democrats are in office. Oh, this is amazing. Everything's going great. But if the Republicans are in office, they're pissed off and vice versa. And I realized that it really does not affect me. Um, I've seen many different presidents. I couldn't tell you exactly how many. What got to be at least three or four, something like that. And not one of them has fucking changed my life. So I don't give a fuck, right? I started to realize, dude, I'm doing my own thing, right? I'm going to control the things that I can control. And everything else, there's no sense in worrying about it. Spending that mental energy, unless you're going out there changing things yourself, you control the things you can and everything else, man. You got to roll with the punches, mitigate it the best you can. So I've absolutely eliminated every single piece of any sort of politics coming into my life. Somebody starts to talk to me. Did you hear that Joe Biden? Stop. No. Nope. Fucking force field. I don't know anything about it. I don't want to know. President Trump, somebody, they're fucking rich. No, shut up. It, it sucks because where I work out, I'm doing cardio and they got these four TVs and they're always showing the news. And I'm like, fuck. So I walk my ass over there and I turn off the TV because I am serious about this. I will do not want to poison my mind with this negativity and this bullshit. There's so many good things going on right now. Are you kidding? We're out here with things where like wholesaling real estate are a thing. Guess what? You can go learn how to wholesale from somebody who knows what they're doing. Now, I'm not saying that it's going to be cheap to learn from somebody who knows what they're doing, but you can go out and you can do that. And with it, like, let's say a week, let's actually, let, let's, let's make it longer. In a month, you can learn all the systems and processes you need to know to become an effective wholesaler. And you can go out that year and make 250 grand. If you want to go make 250 grand a year the regular way, what, you can go to school for 12 fucking years and become a doctor, put yourself in all kinds of debt, be responsible for all that shit, the malpractice insurance, da, 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 da. fuck that, bro. We live in a time where there are so many skills, there's so, many inf there's so much information out there where you can go and completely take control of your life and you can go make however much money you need to. So I'm absolutely ecstatic with the things that are going on. Now, is the world out there perfect? Of course it's not. But I'm pretty thankful I live in this time. There's some amazing things. I really get to live in the time of the iPhone. And that, that kicks ass. I'm all about that. Anyway, after college, when this thing happened, everything was shut down. Now, I originally had a position lined up at a real estate investment services firm, quite a prestigious one too. I'd interned there the summer of my junior year. And the reason I'd interned there, of course, is because I knew a guy and his dad was the MD. And so that got me in. Now I quite like this place. It was a cool culture going on in there, you know, bunch of bros and they're fucking, you know, practicing their putts in the hallways. They're on the phone, they're on Bluetooth speakers, you know, being sick. It's like a, like a Wolf of Wall Street type vibe. And I was like, this place fucks. I liked that. However, this thing happened and the world shut down. And this is right when I was graduating college. And they said, hey, we don't really have a spot for you anymore. Nobody's doing any deals, man. So I had to figure out something for myself. Luckily, we found out about wholesaling real estate. And like I said, there's so much information out there. Do you know right now that you can go to YouTube, you can Google how to wholesale real estate, and you can learn everything you need to know exactly how to do this and go make 50 grand next month? Now, is it gonna be categorized all nicely for you? No. Are you gonna have to sift through some bullshit information? Yes but it's out there. And I'm telling you right now, you can go do that for free. Most people won't. Is it gonna be easy? No, but it's possible. 
And that's what I did. I consumed all the amount of free information out there. There's so many podcasts, there's so many YouTube videos. And I just started learning. And I started taking action on what I was learning. See, too many people get, get, they get caught and they get caught in this learning phase and they need to know more before they start to do. When that's not, it needs to be the other way around. You need to start doing and you'll learn by doing that. Just get out there. I'll tell you what, right now, you wanna learn how to wholesale real estate? The fastest way you can get started. Start talking to people who own homes and try and buy it. But what is, I don't know, who cares? What is wholesaling real estate? You're buying real estate for cheap, you're selling to somebody for high. Go out there, somebody who owns real estate, try and buy it for cheap. That's all you're doing. No need to overcomplicate it. Anyway, I started learning about wholesaling real estate and I started finding some success with it and started building a business. And it was time to scale. So, do a deal, we'd reinvest make 10 grand. All right, let's spend it to go to Tulum to hang out with some other real estate wholesalers who are fucking crushing it so I can learn from them. Make 20 grand. All right, let's pay to go to this mastermind over here. Let's go to this training. Let's buy this course. I was doing it all. All I wanted to do was spend my money to so that I knew everything about this to where that I could take it to the very top, right? To the top of the game. That's what we're working on right now. But I invested more into my real estate wholesaling education than I did my college degree. And I can tell you fucking what, the return on investment is way better when you choose to spend your money learning about wholesaling real estate. We started doing this and that. And eventually I saw this guy named RJ Bates, RJ Bates III. And I saw him in this thing called the Closers Olympics, which is like a competition that these top wholesalers were doing where they could flex and show that they were the best sales guy. And I saw RJ Bates on this and I was like, I really resonated with that guy. See, here's what I believe in. If you see somebody who's doing what you wanna do, figure out a way to learn from them. So I went to RJ Bates and I said, RJ, how much I gotta pay you to learn to do what you do? And he said, oh, well, we can have a conversation about that. So we did, and so I did. And I went out to Fort Worth, Texas and I learned from RJ Bates exactly how to do what he did. And I implemented, I just started doing it. And he told me to do something, I did it, right? He said, this is how we pull lists. So I pulled lists the way he did. Here's how we reach out to them. So I reached out to homeowners the way he did. Here's how we close them. So I started closing them the way he did. <clears throat> and here's how we sell our deals. So I started selling the, way, selling the deals the way he did. And it worked. And this is all because I found somebody who's doing what I wanted to do and I asked them how to do it. And I provided value. In this case, it was, hey, I'll just stroke you a check. But there are other ways to provide value. But that's what I've learned is, hey man, there's no reason to re reinvent the wheel. Find somebody who's doing what you wanna do and figure out how you can learn from them. And from doing this, I implemented RJ's system so well and he was very pleased with how fast and um, how easily I was able to implement it that he brought me on, onto his company, teaching other people how to do this. So that's currently what I'm doing now. Um, I've stepped outside of my wholesaling business. We were able to make some extremely key hires and that business is being ran without me having to do anything. So I'm not involved in the day-to-day -day whatsoever. Um, this is all being taken care of by uh, my best friend, Mitchell, and uh, my pops, Blake. So they are both making sure that the wholesaling company is running smooth. I'm involved in the weekly meetings where we make big key decisions about the company, what we're gonna do, what we're gonna do to take it to the next level. But besides that, I'm out. Full time, I'm spent now teaching other people this thing that has brought me so much freedom. For that, I'm extremely grateful because I quite enjoy doing that. I get a lot of fulfillment from teaching other people about this amazing thing that has changed my life.
Um, if you are interested in learning more about that, I'm available. Swipe up, send me a DM. It's me. I'm the one. I'm answering all of these things. You can send me anything. The most thing, it, I'll tell you what, I respond to pretty much every single one of my DMs, except for all the crypto scammers and that, that will, you know, <laughs> I don't respond to the crypto scammers or anything like that. But if somebody asks me a question, I will guarantee you I will answer it. So reach out. Um, but that's what I'm doing right now. And um, I have a lot more that I do want to do. So if I'm looking at the next five years, right, I'm going to be super dedicated to one, continuing to build my wholesale company up. Number two, teaching other people how to do this, right? I So I want to reiterate this again is like, I know how it feels to be in a place where it's like, fuck, dude, the system is not working out for me. And honestly, something about it is broken because it's not working out for a lot of people. Um, people learn to do this thing, go to school, you know, get a degree, and then they get themselves in a bunch of debt for that degree. And then they, the degree gives them an opportunity to make 60, 70 grand a year at a job. And they fucking hate that job. So they spend, you know, one third or two thirds of their, their life just working this job that they hate so they can pay for this degree that doesn't even take care of them. So they can spend their fucking weekends, maybe, you know, having whatever freedom to, to enjoy the things they actually want to do. And that's no way to live life. That's terrible. And I hate that people out there have to do that. Now, I'm not saying that everybody needs to go learn how to wholesale real estate, but for people who are driven, um, you know, they do want something else and they're self starters and they're willing to kind of get kicked in the teeth a little bit in order to get some success, then wholesaling absolutely can change your life. And for those people, I want to be able to help them. I want to be able to help them get to that next level and do it as fast as possible. So I'm going to be doing a lot of that as well as helping more people learn how to become a better version of themselves. And this is something that um, I hold very near and dear to my heart because I can tell you guys right now, the person I am today is not the same guy that was at the University of Alabama partying, you know, just being a fucking hedonistic <laughs> little asshole, running around, getting drunk, doing whatever. I had to change a lot about my life in order to be able to do the things that I now do. And this does not happen overnight. See, growth, as much as we wish, would just be an upward trajectory like this. It's not. Um, you're gonna have times where you're going up and then you're gonna fucking fall down. You're gonna have to work your way back up and this and that. And so my thing looks a lot more like that. And um, in order for me to really go from here to here, I had to take a look at my life and I had to realize, first of all, what is up here? Where do I even wanna go? And this is the biggest thing that I feel like people don't do is they don't seriously ask themselves, what do I want out of life? Most people, when they do that, they're going to say, oh, I want money. Okay, well, once you have the money, what are you going to go buy with it, right? And so I, that's what I did. Figure out what do I really want out of life? And I realized, okay, my first thing was I want some fucking money. It's like, okay, well, why do I want this money? It's like, well, I want to enjoy everything that life has to offer. As I said earlier, we live in an amazing time. And there's a lot of cool shit coming out every single day. And I want to be able to enjoy all of that, right? there's some amazing food, no matter where it is, I want to be able to go try it. If there's a fast fucking car out there somewhere, I want to be able to drive it. And if there is some new house that's being built and it looks amazing and the vibes are right, I want to be able to go buy it. So I'm working to be able to do whatever it is I want in my life. 
I like autonomy. I do not like having confines or any sort of rules that limit me. So I think that step number one is to find some money to kind of break those down. Now, it's what you need to do once you found out where you want to go in life is you need to figure out what do I need to do to get there? And I believe the step one of that is you need to figure out what is first stopping you from getting there. What are you currently doing that is holding you back from becoming the person that can get those things? And I took a look at my life and I said, okay, what am I currently doing that is holding me back from becoming the person I need to be to go and get all that money? And step number one was I realized I was drinking too much fucking alcohol. Now, this is a touchy subject for a lot of people. But growing up in high school and in college, I fucking partied all the time. And that's what I do. That's what I did. You know, I got in this habit of like binge drinking all the time. You know, when I was in college, every Tuesday, we we're going out. Wednesday, we we're going out. Thursday, we're going out. Friday, of course, we're going out. It's Friday. Saturday, of course, bro. It's Saturday. And then give myself a break on Sunday and Monday. Now, this is fine and dandy. And I'll be, will be clear. I do not regret that. I had an amazing time doing that and it was a lot of fun, but that's a different time in my life. I had different goals. My goals back then were just to have fun and that I did. And I appreciate to be able to have that experience, but I'm in a new season of my life where I want something different. And what I want is not going to allow me to go get shit face drunk five days a week. And I started to realize that I was doing all this work to build myself up Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, right? I'm building this wholesale company. I'm doing everything I can to learn. I'm reinvesting into myself. I'm spending time really learning, right? Not just listening to a YouTube video, but seriously taking things that, that seemed important to me, analyzing how I could implement them, really learning. And then by the time Friday came, I felt like a fucking lion, right? I'm ready, I'm right? Like I, I wanna fucking go out there. And my release was to go out and party, right? So I'd go to Old Town, I'd get fucked up, right? Have an amazing time. And then Saturday, I'd do the same thing. You know, me and my girlfriend, we'd go out, we'd get lunch, we'd have boozy this, that, right? Go to the club, whatever. And then Sunday would come around and I would be a shell of myself. Now, back in college, I did not have a problem with getting hangovers, right? And I, fuck, get a hangover, wake up, go to the gym. I'd be all a-okay after that. This is not the same getting into my early 20s, ladies and gentlemen. I would get these hangovers and I would be just dilapidated. Crazy anxiety. Um, I felt like my brain wasn't working at 100% and it was just terrible. And I realized how negatively it was infecting me because it was not just Sunday, but it was Monday as well. And Monday I got work and I'm building things. And if I'm not at 100% building things, then who is? Nobody. It's my job as a business owner. So Mondays, sometimes even Tuesdays, I was hungover and I was realizing that Right? I was spending this time to build myself up, go out, have a big weekend, and then I'm down here. And then I'd have to build myself up. And then I would be down here after another weekend of partying. And I just realized that this is not what I want to be. I was trapped in this cycle of stagnation. And it wasn't stagnation in a straight line, but it was the average of stagnation. Because I was going two steps forward, take two steps back, two steps forward, two steps back. And I had to take a serious look at myself and say, this needs to go. And when I said that this needs to go, I exploded. I got rid of it and I said, okay, I'm not drinking anymore. I, re I removed every negative thing that I had in my life. I said, okay, 
I'm no longer going out and drinking. I'm no longer eating shitty food. And I stopped vaping. I stopped vaping nicotine. Now, we'll talk again about nicotine in a second. But I'm going to stop eating shitty food. I'm going to stop drinking. Why? Because I want to make a fuck ton of money. And I want to look like a Greek god. Those were things that I wanted. And I seriously looked at those two things and I asked myself, am I willing to pay the price? The price of looking like a Greek God is I don't get to eat fucking pizza ever. I don't eat cheat meals. I don't have cheat days. I don't. Do you want to know why? Because I want to look the way I do. And I had to seriously ask myself, is it worth it for me to give up these tasty treats and these foods in order to look this way? And I said, yes, it is. I want that. I want to be above. I want to be exceptional. And part of that means I have to give up these things. But I was willing to do that. Now, I'm not saying that everybody out here needs to go look like a Greek god because you don't unless you want to. But if you do want to, don't just say, oh, yeah, I, I want to do that. You need to ask yourself, are you willing to pay the price? I want to be rich. Am I willing to pay the price? What is the price? Price is I fucking work all the goddamn time. Now I'm very fortunate because I quite enjoy the things I do for work and it doesn't feel like work to me. But that means that, yeah, I'm working all the time. If I have my phone on me, I'm working. Like that's just how it is. So Saturday comes around. Yeah, no, sorry. Can't go golfing. I'm working. Right. And not just, not only that, but people don't know this. There's a lot of stresses that come involved with owning businesses and having people that count on you to support them. And I had to ask myself, is it worth enduring those stresses and becoming responsible for all of these people? And I realized, yes, it is. Because if not me, then it will be somebody else. And these people I love and I care about and I want what's best for them. And so I must become the best version of myself to adequately take care of them. I'm willing to pay the price. So before you decide that you want something, you need to ask yourself, what's the price of this, right? You want to go buy that car? Okay, that's fine. How much is it going to cost you? Well, it's going to cost me $1,000 a month. Okay. Are you fine with that? You got to seriously look on a long-term horizon. Are you making enough money where that $1,000 a month is not going to cause you stress? And also, you must continue to make that $1,000 a month for however long the note of that car is. You want to achieve a fi financial freedom, right? We need to reduce our expenses, increase income, things like that. You need to decide, is it really worth that? Now, for me, absolutely the fuck yes, it is. I love cars. I love driving them. I love the way it feels. I love the way it looks. So yeah, that price is fucking worth it. Yes, yes, yes. But for some people, they might not because they don't like that stuff. And that's totally fine. But whatever it is, it's important to seriously take a look at yourself and ask you and ask yourself, why do I want this? And am I willing to pay the price instead of just speaking bullshit out in there? Oh, I'd love to do that. I'd, I'd like to No. What is it you want to do with your life? And how is it that you're going to get there? Because once you understand where you want to go, it's normally pretty easy to backtrack and reverse engineer. OK, how am I going to get there? Right said, I want to make a lot of money. Okay. Well, I need to build companies. Okay. I know about wholesaling real estate. I need to build a wholesaling company. Okay. So how are we going to do this? Well, we need to make sure we build amazing systems and processes so that I can effectively show other people how to 
run the parts to get this where it generates cash. Okay, let's build amazing systems and processes. Okay, now we need to make sure we come up with systems for holding them accountable. Okay, then let's go do that. Okay, and then all of this just comes back and back to these day-to-day actions that you continually do that compound on each other to bring you this fantastic end result that is an amazing company. Same thing with fitness. Okay, I wanna be jacked. What do I need to do? Now, here's something I'm gonna tell you right now. Everybody knows how to get jacked and there's no fucking secret workout out there. There's no secret food you need to eat. All of you, every single person listening to this knows exactly what it is. They just don't want to admit it to themselves. Go fucking be tired for an hour every single day and stop eating so much. That's all you have to do, right? Now, yes, that's a gross oversimplification, but if you want to go get jacked to backwards engineer, it is easy. Okay. I need to work out every single day. Well, what workouts do I do Tyson? It doesn't matter. It does not matter. I'm telling you, I do not look this way right now because of a certain way I work out or the workouts that I do. I just do whatever the fuck I want to, whatever I enjoy in that time, right? Oh, what if, do I do the heavy weight with the little reps or do I do the water reps with the light? It doesn't matter. Whatever you want, whatever you enjoy more, it's going to get you jacked, assuming that you also eat the way you need to. So, okay, look, I want to be ripped. I want to have a six pack. Okay. You want to be ripped. You want to have a six pack. You have to stop eating so much. What do you mean? Having a six pack is all about your body fat percentage. Now, this is different for some people. Some people, their abs will show at a higher body fat percentage. But for all of people, when you get to a certain body fat percentage, your muscles will show more. You'll be more defined. You'll have abs. So how do we get down to a lower body fat percentage? Well, we need to be in a caloric deficit, meaning our body is going to burn more calories than what we're consuming. Because when we burn more calories than what we're consuming, our body needs to tap into other stores of energy, i.e. fat. How do we figure this out, Tyson? Well, a couple different ways. The best way is going to be, number one, well, let's break this down. Step one, figure out how many calories do I burn in a day on a regular thing? Now, this is not, well, uh, on Mondays, I went and did a spin class, so I burnt 500 calories doing that. So no, on average, across a week, how many calories are you burning, right? So for me, I burn about like, now people think they burn a lot more than they really do, but I burn between like 2,500 and 28 calories a day. I know this because I wore a whoop, a whoop band that showed me, right? Tracked my things. And over the course of like two months, I saw just from my regular routine, which included working out and doing cardio and these things, I would burn 2,500 to 2,800 calories a day. Okay. Now you need to eat less than that. One pound of fat, it is 3,500 calories to burn, 3,500 calories. So if you wanna go gain a pound of fat, you need to go eat 3,500 calories above however much you burn in a day. If you wanted to lose a pound of fat, you would need to burn 3,500 calories less than whatever um, you consumed in a day. Now, obviously that is a reckless, that is chasing this with reckless abandon, that's not what you wanna do. But I was like, okay, well, if we wanna lose one pound a week, There's seven days in a week. If we are 500 calories under whatever we're burning in a day, every single day, that's one pound a week. There we go. Eat 2000 calories a day. Now, what I am is very typical. And I can guarantee you right now, if you start tracking your food and you start eating 2000 calories a day and you do exercise every single day, you're going to have a six pack in about three or four months. Well, depending on where you're at right now. But if you continuously do that over a long enough time horizon, you will undoubtedly become fit. There is no magic diet. 
There is no magic workout. People, oh, I lost all of this weight doing keto, or I lost all of this weight doing what are the carnivore diet, or I went no carb, whatever these bullshit things are. The reason why you lost weight is because you started eating less calories. That's it. Now, onto the topic of workouts, because there's so much bro science and so much bullshit out here. Here's what's important. Yes, there are optimal things you can train if you want to look, look a certain way, but you do not need to worry about that in the beginning. What's important is building the habit of going to the gym. So let's talk about how to do that. Number one, going to the gym can be very scary for a lot of people in the beginning. And is what you need to do is get rid of that fear. And also people are like, oh, I don't have time. And another thing about people who say, I do not have time. I do not, time is infinite. It's like, no, not infinite, but come on, it's out there. Like if you just say, I do not have time, that just means no, I don't really want to. So quit saying that shit right now because you can find time. Everybody can find an hour. But in the beginning, just commit to yourself to going to the gym for 10 minutes every single day. 10 minutes, that's all you have to do, right? I will go to the gym for 10 minutes. It doesn't even fucking matter if you don't work out. Just go to the gym and be there for 10 minutes because eventually you'll start to realize, well, if I'm already here, might as well fucking step on this treadmill or pick up this weight and whatever. And then you start doing that in 10 minutes. Oh my fuck, I'm already here. Might as well do 15. And that turns into 20. It turns into 25. Eventually you have a full-blown habit created and you're a guy who goes to the gym because that's what it is. Every single time you make that commitment to go to the gym, even if it's just for 10 minutes, you just cast a vote to yourself being a person that goes to the gym. And once you cast enough of those votes, you're going to trick your mind into believing I'm a gym goer. I'm somebody who cares about my fitness. I go to the gym. Every single decision you make is you casting a vote about what kind of person you want to be. Now, between when you wake up and when you go to sleep, I believe there's research that says you make about 35,000 decisions in a day. Most of those decisions are not made consciously. It's not like you're sitting there actually deciding every single time, 35,000 times a day. No, it's subconsciously. It's based on your habits. It's based on what you're used to doing. Now, your habits. So what you need to do is build habits that will allow you to automatically make the right decision to turn you into the person that you need to be. So I've built a habit. When I wake up, I automatically go and I eat 300 grams of carbs. I'm sorry, 300 grams of a carb source for pre-workout. I do it automatically. You want to know why? Because I've done it so many times. I don't have to think about it. It just happens. The reason why I do that is because I've built a habit of doing it. I know when I wake up before I go to the gym, I need to eat some carbs to fuel me for my workout. Then I go work out. I do this automatically. I wake up, I eat, pre, I, I eat a pre-workout meal, I drink pre-workout and I go to the gym and I do these things every single morning automatically. I do not have to think about it, it just happens. This is because I've spent a lot of the time, I've, done, I've spent a lot of time building this habit. And you can do this with all things in life. If you just need to look at something it is that you want and start to build habits around it. Now, building habits and getting rid of habits is no easy task. This is where I would recommend everybody check out the book Atomic Habits by James Clear. Phenomenal book about habit creation and just the science of habits and everything about that written in a very interesting way. And it's what you'll start to realize is once you become in control of your habits, you can start to design your life to be exactly the way you want. You want to make more money? You start creating habits that'll generate you more money. Want to lose weight? Start creating habits that'll make you lose weight. 
anything it is you want. You want to learn how to go, shit, go talk to more girls. You create habits that will put you in situations where you're going to be around more girls and you're going to have the confidence to go talk to them. Anything you want in life, all you need to do is create a habit that will substantiate you to become the type of person who will do that thing. So highly recommend you guys check out that book. It's amazing. Now, I talked about really what I'm going to do over the next five years, right? I want to teach more people about my journey and how I've been able to change my life. And I want to, to show you guys that because maybe it'll help somebody change their life. Number two, I want to teach more people about wholesaling. This has been something so important to me. Change the way I think about money. And I'll talk more about that eventually. Change the way I think about money. You know, it's opened up so many doors for me. I want to show more people how to do this beautiful thing. I want to teach more people about fitness. I believe that fitness is so important. And um, I think if you want to do anything really big in life, how are you supposed, how are you supposed to take care of something if you can't take care of yourself? How are you supposed to take care of anything, let alone a business? You can't even take care of your own goddamn body. If you can't control what you do every single day and you can't control what food you put in your mouth, how are you supposed to control a business? I'll let you guys think about that. Lastly, I want to teach about mindset. I'd really like to teach more people about how to become a more positive person, about how to see how much opportunity is out there and how to see the best in people and the best in life. Because I believe that truly is the key to being a happy person. Now I've been blessed to just naturally do this and I've always liked to see the best in things and I've always just been relatively happy and relatively stress-free. I believe that's because I always see the good that is out there and I do not focus on what is bad or what I cannot control. We simply accept them, we deal with them and we move on. I'd like to teach more people how to do that. 10 years from now, there's a lot I want to do. I feel like people vastly overestimate how much they can do in a year and vastly underestimate how much they can do in 10. 10 years from now, I'll be 34 years old. By then, um, I'd like to have a family. I'd like to have some ninos, some, some kids, you know, some boys and girls running around, some old Tysons. But what I'd like to do with my life, right? I mean, as you can see, I've talked extensively um, about <clears throat> society and some things that I don't necessarily like. So politics definitely draws me in. I'd like to see if I can make a change. I want to do something that is worthwhile, something that benefits other people. And um, I can see that being a venture. But also, um, you know, I'm in real estate. I enjoy real estate. And uh, I'd like to get into development. I really think about um, you know, what real estate development is and you really, you're changing communities. You're changing where people work, play, eat, you know, live their life. And I think there's something really special about being able to do that and being able to create an amazing place for people and being in control of, of creating these communities. And I think both are very admirable, admirable pursuits and I think that we'll end up seeing uh, what I end up doing. But whatever it is, you guys will know because I will be giving you guys regular updates on a week to week basis here. So if you guys are enjoying what I'm talking about, make sure to, you know, give me a like or a subscribe, whatever platform this is. Um, you can go check me out um, where you'll see regular updates on this on Instagram at Tyson underscore Smith or on TikTok at Tyson Smith REI. Um, please, if you guys have any ideas of what you think I should call this show, send me a message. I'd like to hear your guys' opinion. But until next time, 
I hope all of you guys have a beautiful day and I hope you're able to leave a place better than you found it. Thank you.